0: Hey, friend, I am so excited you're here. I'm Marianne Anderson. You might know me from This Loud House on Instagram, and I have a secret to share with you. I'm not really an expert, but I have a ton of friends who are. And each week you can join us for inspiring, fun, and practical tips on how to decorate your home, organize your space, take care of your body, chase those dreams. Rock that outfit you just got at Target. And girl, we're going to help you with what the heck to make for dinner too. This is the Life Sunny Side Up Podcast. Welcome. Hey, y'all. Well, this week we're going to do something a little bit fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to do a mini series entitled Fighting for Your Family because I don't know about you, but the days are just flying by. And some days I feel completely out of control. Like we haven't connected. This roller coaster is like derailing off the tracks and it's the crazy train. And I want more than anything to cultivate a family that loves each other, that supports each other. And there are some specific things that I have done over the past couple of years to really do this. So we're going to dive in this week. We're going to talk about how to fight for your family. And first up, we're going to talk about how to teach your family to do a whole lot of nothing and how that's changed my life. So if you love this episode, friend, I want you to do three things, okay? First, subscribe, and then that way you never miss an episode, and I'd love to hear your comments, so make sure you leave one of those too. And you can take a screenshot, and you can post it on Facebook and Instagram and share with your friends. Make sure that you tag me at This Loud House, and you can use the hashtag Life Sunny Side Up Podcast. Well, hello, friends. I hope you all are having an awesome day. I'm excited to chat with you guys in this little series that we're going to do that I entitled Fighting for Your Family. Because I don't know about you, but oh gosh, y'all, it just, it's going so fast. I have a lot of ages and stages. I've got Helen, who is going to be three in a couple of weeks. And then I have Mia, who is 13. And I feel like at the beginning of my motherhood journey, it seemed like they were going to be little forever, right? I was never going to sleep again. They were never going to sleep through the night. And I just couldn't imagine my life without babies. And then I couldn't imagine my life without toddlers. And the days were really, really long. And I kind of feel like I was in this fog. And then all of a sudden, I woke up. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't have babies anymore. I don't have toddlers anymore. And this train is still moving and the days are going by so quickly. They are growing and changing and our family dynamic is changing. And if I don't get in control of this train, it's going to crash and burn. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to just raise kids that are, you know, they go to college and they get a good job. No. I have way more aspirations than that. These five children that I have been blessed with raising, I want them to have amazing relationships with each other I want them to have a great relationship with Drew and I. And I want our family to be not only tight, but I want it to be their source of encouragement and their source of power during those teenage years. I just realize the power of the family when it functions in a healthy way. And on the flip side of that, I really have seen the negative effects that a family can have on somebody when it's not functioning in a healthy way. So, Drew and I are constantly evaluating, and we're like, okay, what can we do different? What's working for us? What's not working for us? And you know, it is tough when you've got a two and a half, almost three year old who is crazy into princesses and Sophia the First and all of that. And then you've got teenagers who could care less about that, right? How do you? create an environment where they can be interested in each other and want to cultivate a relationship that's not forced by you or, you know, you don't have to coerce them, but they want to be in each other's space. And I don't know, maybe your kids just naturally don't fight with each other. They just like to help out or maybe they're like mine and, you know, they love hard and they fight hard. I've got Wit and Knox who are... Five and six, and that's tough. If you have been if you're a boy mom, you know they're very physical. I didn't have this with my girls. I am all of a sudden dealing with breaking up pretty intense wrestling matches, and you know, I realize that they need to get it out there, right and they probably just need to go run around the block. and this is a whole nother issue that we're dealing with, but again, I want these boys have a great relationship and not be in that constant competition and not, you know, I see so many brothers that grow apart the older they get and really don't have a good relationship. And I want more than anything for my boys to be each other's best friend. They are only 18 months apart. So this is my vision for them. And then I've got Mia and Sadie. And of course, they are in those teen years and they're amazing. You know, girl, girls are, oh, wow. It's a lot. It's a lot of emotions. And, you know, we're not going to air all the dirty laundry, but you know what I'm talking about. So this is kind of where I am in parenting right now. And so you can imagine when we sit down at the dinner table, the conversation is all over the place all over the place. And trying to bring us together and help us function as a family is a big challenge. So this is one of the things that Drew and I came up with about two years ago, but I feel like we are finally perfecting it. And it kind of organically happened. You know, In the fall in Florida, it's gorgeous. Like absolutely gorgeous. Basically, we have amazing weather until about March and then it's summer again until like October. Yeah. That's how it goes. So when it's gorgeous weather, I try and get my family outside as much as possible. There's no humidity, and it, there's just—it's amazing. So we would after dinner. We've always eaten dinner really early, just because everybody's hungry. And I've I've learned a couple things about raising kids. Don't ever let them get too tired, and don't ever let them get too hungry. It just makes your life a whole lot easier. So we've always eaten dinner really early. And then we would go outside and we go on a family walk and we would do something called putzing, which is a whole lot of nothing. Drew and I would sit on the patio, the kids at this stage, everybody was still wanting to kind of all play together and use their imagination. And Helen was crawling around in the grass. And we would sit there and have a glass of wine. And they would basically just play outside together for an hour. And it was just life-giving for me. Uh, but I do have to admit, in the beginning, I would still bring my phone out there. I'm still checking notifications. So one of the things that I have learned is in creating this basically space where there's nothing on the agenda, but just to be together. We do not have any electronic devices. Nobody is allowed to bring their cell phone or their iPad, or any kind of electronic device outside. And if you live in a climate where you can do this outside, I know some of you, it might be like in the middle of a snowstorm, and obviously you're not going to putz outside. You might do this in your living room. But I feel like there's something about being outside together in nature that is just magical. At least it's been that way for our family. That white space where they can think and they can create and they can experience each other without distractions in the home has been so beneficial. And so now it looks like this rule of absolutely no electronics, like it all started with me because I realized, I think one day maybe my phone had died. And so it just, I couldn't take it outside, right? And I thought, wow, this is so much better when I don't have my phone in my back pocket. Even if you're like, I'll I just I'll just bring it, I'll stick it on silent, I'll put it in my back pocket. There is still something, you guys, that is a barrier between you and your family. And there's something that's a distraction. And so I literally have to leave it inside grab my glass of wine, go sit out there with Drew. And, you know, even though maybe the older kids aren't playing hopscotch or, you know, whatever game the little people are playing, we're still all together we also during this time have to be kind of strict. Like the neighborhood kids might want to come over and play, and we're like, "Sorry, it's family time. It's putzing time." <laughs> and in we just moved, but in our old neighborhood, they learned, like, you know, that's what they're doing. And at first, the kids are like, "Oh my gosh, mom's so embarrassing," but they get over it. And what happens? it starts to make them feel good as well. And so it's really cute because now Knox and Helen and my littles are like, it's putzing time, yay, you know, and they want to go outside and they want to spend that time together. And so, you know, this doesn't happen every single night, but gosh, I try, I Fight like crazy for it to happen every single night. I will jump through hoops to make this happen every single night. And even if it's, you know, three out of seven nights, it's something is better than nothing. And so I really want to encourage you guys, if you feel like, you're just overwhelmed and the kids are fighting and you don't feel like you're connecting in the way that you want to connect, this might be the answer for you. It literally is teaching your kids to do a whole lot of nothing, to actually use their brain, to use their creativity and to simply be together. And it has strengthened their relationships, you guys. And it's really just brought this sense of peace to our family I feel like in fighting for our family, we have to be so intentional. And I was talking with Drew last night and, you know, gosh, when I grew up, there was tons of white space. We didn't have a cell phone. We didn't have a computer in our home until I was a senior in high school. And so there was a lot of space to be quote unquote bored. But I feel like when kids get to that point of I'm so bored and then you do nothing Nothing, it's so hard, but you do nothing to cure the boredom. That's where the magic happens. That's where they have a breakthrough, right? And they can start thinking again and they can start creating again. And the same with family time. It doesn't have to be so strict and so planned out. Yeah, it's fun to have a game night or a movie night, but I challenge you to have a night of absolutely nothing. It is so much fun, and it's really going to change the dynamic of your family and bring that peace back to your home that I know we all crave and desire. So that's it, you guys, today. That's my tip for fighting for your family. And on Wednesday, I'm going to talk about family dinners and how I make this happen with five kiddos, a husband that many times will have a nighttime meeting. And of course, five kids are involved in five different activities and how we make this happen nine times out of 10. So stay tuned for that. Thanks for listening today. And oh my gosh, I would love to hear your thoughts about how you create white space for your family. So make sure that you guys leave a comment. Thanks for listening. Hey, y'all. So if you would like to join our community on Facebook, we have a special group just for you. You can continue the conversation off the podcast online. Simply join the Life Sunny Side Up podcast group. Just search in your groups. It'll come up and I will be so excited for you to be a part of this amazing community.